Well, hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. It's Mike Parker here alongside Artie Tafoya, and uh, gathering here in the month of October at Appalachian Brewing Company in Mechanicsburg. Artie, it's been a while. How you doing, man, now that fall has kicked off? Good, Mike. It, the, the summer ended, and, and it went straight to uh, deep fall, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, the hurricane came up through, and and uh, everything's been cool, but today's a really nice day, and it's a great day to, to get together with you guys. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's like uh, we flipped the switch. Uh, I was out in western PA the last couple of days, actually, and like the foliage coming down the turnpike is like it's it's actually a lot brighter. So if you ever have the chance, people actually travel to like go see foliage and stuff. It's it's kind of crazy, uh, you know, that that's like a big tourism deal. But like seriously, that's it's it's a major change. It's really beautiful out there, and I guess it's it's on its way here. So there's a couple of things you think about in fall: changing leaves, changing beers. What do we got going on here as uh, as we we roll into fall? I know you guys had a, a successful. Oktoberfest around the brew pubs. Yeah, we're. Uh, I think we're just just finish it up, and and um, we've had a couple of fall beers start to start to trickle in here. I mean, uh, we were just in summer, and then all of a sudden it was like everybody was going, "Hey, where's your stouts? Where's your uh, where's everything else?" So so we did have the Nut Checker Nut Brown Ale. Yeah, uh, that beer came out. Uh, that is, um, we do that as a fundraiser for the testicular cancer uh, research. Um, a foundation there, and that's a that's a really good uh, good beer. We had a really nice nutty uh, sort of round brown ale, which is very good. A little little darker this year than it has been in past, but uh, you know everybody's like, "Are you sure this isn't a porter or stout?" I'm like, "Well, it's it's a little darker, but it still has that nice nut brown flavor to it." So awesome, awesome. Well, I'm only hearing good things, and uh, it is it's a, it's a transitional time for a lot of uh, beer drinkers. So. You know, if you're making that switch, hey, there's no better time like the month of October and November. Um, I always, uh, I always liken back to one of my favorite beer labels that that we sort of created together was for the uh, for the old Ruddy Buck uh, yeah, Pumpkin Ale, that's right. <laughs> because I mean, it's it's uh, it's hunting season too, so that's the other thing, you know. So it's 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 really just a, a cool time, you know, to football, hunting, great beers. And uh, and we've got some great guests with us here today too. We're not we're not alone. You want to oh, introduce? No. We got a, we got a houseful today. Yeah, this we do. Great. We have yeah. a lot of we have a lot of people here at the table joining us. So I want to I want to welcome to the table uh, Norm and Ryan, who are with Funk Brewing, as well as uh, Pine Creek Spirits. Welcome, gentlemen. Hey, it's hey. good to be here. What's hey, what's up, everybody? So, yeah. So how, was that fun? Just sitting back and listening to me and already talk for two minutes, like we weren't <laughs> even here. <laughs> made, yeah. made the day so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we we like everyone's like. So you have one microphone, and uh, we're just gonna sit around this office room. Yes, this is the fancy podcast world. So we we try to make it sound good and. Uh, uh, on the other end, though, so thank you guys so, so much for joining us, Artie. You want to tell us a little bit about the, uh, you know, why you invited the guys on the on the podcast today? Uh, a little collaboration, of course, that's been going on with this company. Well, truly, Mike, um, you know, uh, these guys have been good friends of ours for for some time. Uh, we've been in the industry together. I think I think they're uh, they're about one quarter our age, maybe. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I've known these guys for a long time. Um, they're great people to work with. We did a collab beer this last year, which was a was a big hit. I thought um, the Funkalation. Uh, it was a West Coast style IPA, um, and uh, you know, just uh, just been hanging with these guys a little bit more getting to know them a little bit more and and then we started working on some spirits projects together uh where um 
they've got some flavors that we're helping them uh, put into cans and some other things. So uh, not mm-hmm. only do we do the uh, the ABC's famous, uh, similar famous uh, Moscow Mule, but also Ranch Water. So pretty excited to have you guys in. So tell us a little bit about what's going on with you guys. Uh, sure. Well, I mean, I'd love to talk about those. You talked about the Mule and the Ranch Water. So those, those are our most exciting things from Pine Creek Spirits. Um, and I hope we dig in because my favorite part about the mule is that we use what I think is the best ginger beer on the planet, and that's the Appalachian Brewing Company ginger beer. No, I've thought that for a no long contest, time. contest, man. I've thought that before <laughs> I was even in the beer industry, so just FYI. Oh, thank um, you. So spirits-wise, out of Funk Brewing, uh, we have some cool stuff, so we're always trying to experiment. Um, in the fall, we have our Raspberry Shandy comes out, which is our, our – not that raspberry is not good year-round, um, but we like it in the fall. And, uh, and I'm really excited next week. We have a, a stout, uh, so we, we call it special brownie, and we're experimenting with some hemp terpenes Ooh. in it, oh, so cool. it's to be that brownie that you may or may not have had in college if you went to a, <laughs> a especially a Pennsylvania party school, right? Oh, that uh, But yeah, so it should taste like a brownie with some hemp terpenes. I, I can't wait to see how it turns out. Cool, cool. Well, uh, Ryan, you're also here. At the, we, we've been talking to Norm. Ryan, what's, what's your deal, man? Uh, and most of what I just, uh, I'm distilling for Pine Creek and... Like I said, we got to know Artie, and it's uh, we're at that weird stage right now where we're just getting big, but we're not big enough. <laughs> so <laughs> Artie's like Appalachian is awesome, helping us out with basically, hey, we have these products and we want to get out there everywhere, but we're not big enough. We don't have canning lines. We don't have stuff like that. So we're working with them, and it's been awesome so far, like doing some products, getting them out in the state stores, and just just experiencing this growth with them. It's great. So you guys are from Elizabethtown? Yes. Where can I go to find your stuff? So, uh, so separate. So, Funk Brewing, uh, our production facility is in, in Allentown. It's actually called Emmaus. Um, and, uh, and so, it's on the west end of Allentown. It's not far from Dorney Park. We have a really cool tap room there. So, we've got the brewery, we've got a really cool tap room. Um, and then, Elizabethtown, we have a, a Funk Brewing tap room as well. And then, on the back side, we have the distillery, Pine Creek Spirits. So, they're kind of together and separate all at the same time. So, you can find both in Elizabethtown. Um, and, uh, and as far as where can you find it, shoot, I mean, you could be anywhere listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you were in the mid-Atlantic, you know, look at a grocery store, you should, hopefully you can find some funk brewing, especially in Pennsylvania. And for Pine Creek Spirits right now, look in your, uh, in your state stores, right? So we're at a lot of state stores throughout the state. Um, but we'd love you to come visit in both Emmaus or Elizabethtown, uh, wherever you're close. All right. Well, as I m- mentioned before, I got a little story about where I tasted one of your beers recently or where I f- came across one. And we'll get to that. But I am looking at a couple of beers in front of me. Uh, Artie, uh, we have Henry Grossman here, who is uh, your – I forget the, the – he's the machine <laughs> or that's uh, – he's the, the he's, strategic growth officer. Oh, that's right. Strategic growth <laughs> officer. <laughs> So, you, Henry, you want to describe the beers that we have in front of us here for uh, some yeah, sampling? Sure, happy to. We uh, we have two two beers uh, we just released uh, the the past couple of weeks. Uh, first one was uh, a classic. It's Mad Cameron, which is a Belgian oh, yeah. wit. Um, this beer is uh, you know ever developing. It just gets better every single time it comes out. I feel and and uh, you know even to the point to where the other night I uh, went for dinner after the football game. I had to text our, our brewmaster, Bruce Tanner, and just text him just said, hey, this is absolutely amazing. And I was like, this beer is just knocking my socks off. All right, well, let's see how it, let's, let's taste it, guys. Ready? Here right, we go. Here we go. So this is Mad Cameron. Cheers. Cheers, boys. We did say sample glass, too, by the way, but uh, we got full snifters here. <laughs> That's okay. 
Samples are all relative to who's drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Technically, it's a, it's a large sample. That's fine. You caught him the machine, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know. I, just go, I can never remember his title, right? You know, because it's it. so he's just the, the guy's a machine. That's all. That's right. And he is. <laughs> so, uh, already start things off. This is a style that you've been brewing for a long time. Wits, obviously, one of my one of my favorites says it in the the wheat yeah. family of you beers. You are a wheat guy, yeah. Mike. I yeah. am. I mean, uh, Water Gap Wheat has been your favorite beer for way too many years. <laughs> uh, and we've been trying to wean you off onto IPAs, but he just keeps going back, which is awesome. Uh, the the, the wit beer, the Mad Cameron, just one of those things, that uh, a beer that we produce, uh, maybe not every year, but we try to get it in the tanks at least once a year. Uh, great phenolic uh, we use the Belgian yeast on that. It produces those little bit of phenolic flavors, um, a little bit of clove. Not a lot, not overly phenolic, but pretty good. And uh, just a real smooth, round flavor to it. Um, really, uh, like Henry said, I think it turned out great this year. We've got a, the Mad Cameron. We're, we're sampling that. We also have another beer we're going to learn about in a couple of minutes. We're going to check back in with our guests from Funk and Pine Creek. And we're going to see what's going on with some of their upcoming products when we come back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. All right, and we're back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast, having a great time here sampling some beers from Appalachian, and also uh, we're going to try some products from our, our guests on the podcast this week. We've got uh, Funk Brewing Company and Pine Creek Spirits joining us. We've got Norm and Ryan. Guys, uh, enjoying yourselves so far? Yeah, some good comments being made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the microphone goes off, sometimes that's what we wish we could actually air. You know? But, um, you know, already we're talking about Penn State, and uh, I just bring Penn State up, not because everybody who's listening is a, a Penn State fan. I don't, you know, it doesn't matter who you like, but what I'm trying to bring across is it's tailgate season, right? And uh, we've got, you know, uh, experience. We, you could, you, I know Shippensburg is a big deal for you guys because you got the brew pub there. Their homecoming's you coming bet. up. Yeah. Um, Penn State, of course, is just the classic big-time tailgate experience. But when you're going, you want to have something that is uh, going to keep the party interesting, right? And something you can share with maybe new people that you meet. Well, you know, Mike, uh, we had old Joe, uh, which is our RV that we uh, oh, yeah. we ended up selling during the pandemic. But, um, you know, our daughter went there for, for many years and um, and we were, we would go up to games all the time. And I, you know, I always wanted more of Appalachian product up there. Uh, and <laughs> over the last couple, uh, last actually the last year, We've really made some strides up there. I don't know if you've uh, been. Did you see our billboard? I saw the billboard that yeah. says "We Can" with the kids. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it looks great. So uh, that's just you know the start of uh, a lot of the work we're doing in that area. Uh, we're in pretty much all the uh, wholesalers now in the in the area. Um, in a lot of the uh, bars, if you went into local whiskey when you were there, we just did an eight tap takeover there uh, with halves. It was it's a great uh, tap takeover. So, uh, so there's a lot of good things going on. But when I go up there, of course, you know, we always wanted to be in cans because you can't have bottles at the tailgates. At least you're not supposed to, right? right. So we would always just uh, pour them out. But, uh, you know, we, now that we have cans, everything's cool and uh, we're allowed to bring the cans up. We just fill the cooler up. And, and, and if, but if you're in the area, you can go out and actually find us on tap 
uh, at quite a few different places as well. Awesome. So, so in my cooler, because you're busting on me for being the wheat beer guy, but um, everybody has a favorite style. But I'm telling you, man, I was looking through. I was like, hey, I'm going to be up at the stadium. It's going to be a rainy Saturday morning. And what am I looking for? I had a couple of cans. And by the way, my kids were with, so it had to be kind of a family-friendly, uh, you know, tailgate. So for uh, for four bucks at uh, at Carnes, I hooked myself up with a four pack of uh, liquid outer space. Nice. The kids nice. were the kids were enjoying that, and we shared one with uh, another family that was next to us. That was actually came from the Chambersburg area, and they were cool. They, their kids loved it, and then. Uh, I was enjoying um, a couple of uh, bottles that I want to call the Reserve because they've been in the fridge for a while. But I decided to, to clean things out, and I had the old classic uh, Hoppy Trails IPA. And so I, whether the bottles are against the uh, the rules, I had no issues up there and, and really enjoyed it. So that's my tailgate. It was wet. It was great, but I had some awesome beer. Um, Norm, we'll talk about some of your products that you guys have, and if you want to share some... Explain why they make for a great tailgate. Sure. Well, I'd love to share right now. Uh, we just recently came out. We made a pay dirt IPA. Uh, the one reason it makes a great for a great tailgate, it's an IPA. It's 5%. Yeah. Right? So it's a beer that you can have a couple at the tailgate. I think we, we may know some guys that may or may not have not made it into games before, right? Because they were really good at tailgating. You know, so this one helps with that. The other cool thing is we did it in a collaboration with some friends of ours that have a different podcast. Um, a rival podcast to this, if you will. Uh, it's called, get them already. Yeah, it's called oh. yeah, it's called the Pay Dirt Podcast. It's a it is a Penn State podcast. That's cool. With Tom Hannafin and Penn State quarterback Matt McGloin, uh, who we're friends with. So um, it's a Penn State themed, right? Uh, with those guys on it, but it's just a it's a really awesome IPA at five percent. You can have a couple of. Um, and then if you add to that, my favorite tail to tailgate any event, right? Even if it's just tailgating, watching college game day on Saturday, is. Uh, is the Pine Creek Spirits Ranch Water. So I, I, we're going to talk about the mule and the ranch water, but again, at 5%, ranch water is light, it's refreshing, it's delicious. Should we crack and, one uh, of these open? Yeah, we absolutely yeah, should. All right, so we got a ranch water here. It's the agave lime. I guess we got any cups? Yep. Right on the now. way right now? All right. So, so we got nice. a, a couple of cups. We're going to... All right, so there it is. Cracking open the, uh, cracking open the can. Ranch water, agave spirit with natural flavors, agave lime, hard seltzer, Pine Creek spirits, and Appalachian spirits. All right, so this is a collab. It is. All right, is. so yep. drinking out of these like little Jello shot cups. I like that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, our uh, the ranch water is a spirit based uh, seltzer as opposed to it being a malted seltzer, so it doesn't give you that uh, that little acidy finish, and 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 honestly, just flat out just tastes better. Um, you know, it's a, it's a solid product. Tastes really good. All right, here we go. And uh, let's go have it. Ryan, you gonna as we sample this, you mind telling us like what I should be tasting <laughs> on the palate? This is actually more Artie's. Like this is oh. this was kind of developed up here with uh, with ABC using their like their spirits and uh, this kind of a, it was more of a collaboration, but. More of their in-house stuff that we have that we uh, put in the game. Okay, all right, Artie, do you want to talk about it? I mean, sure. all right, I mean, here. Uh, yeah, I mean, we work together on it, but uh, definitely we were able to develop it here at the uh, in our in our uh, plant in Mechanicsburg, and um, it 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 uses uh, agave spirit, which is uh, which is American-made tequila, mm -hmm. basically. It's great. By yep, the way. Uh, which we have some uh, Resposado. Uh, 
Reposado aging out right now. Uh, so that's pretty exciting for us, uh, something we're going to release here in the future. But, uh, but basically, you know, it's, it's really crisp and clean. You've got the agave spirit. Uh, it's basically somewhat mineral water uh, and uh, a little bit of lime in there. And so it uh, just makes for a really nice drink, uh, something that's crisp and clean, and, and you can have a few of. Uh, All right. Uh, if, it, if a margarita was good for you, Right, if it was a little lighter, it wasn't so sweet, and you wanted to drink a couple of them, this this is what it would taste like. All right, we'll go down the hatch here, boys. Let's go. Cheers. 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 Ranch water, agave lime, hard seltzer. Mm. Yeah, I know Isn't exactly. That That's really good. Yeah. And I and and so this does have alcohol in it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem with these seltzers. I don't want to say it's a problem, but that's really why people enjoy them, and they are easy to drink, delicious. This is really nice, and I could see this being fun and convenient at a tailgate. Already cracking open another can. Yep. Uh, what do we have going on here, guys? This is the mule, Pine, Pine Creek Spirits Mule, um, made with Appalachian ginger beer. Just that great spicy aftertaste, uh, nice nose. Uh, will clear you out a little bit. Definitely, and it does remind me of the mules we make here at the brewery. It just, you know, the only thing that it doesn't have is is that fresh squeezed lime that you can put in, you know, just because you're making a cocktail. But other than that, it's uh, ready to drink, cocktail ready to go, and and just uh, uh, super enjoyable. All right, this is the uh, Pine Creek and Appalachian Spirits Mule Vodka with ginger and lime flavors. All right, this is going to be good. Here we go. Cheers, fellas. It's just like I made it at home. Yep. yep. All it's missing is the is the copper cup, really, right? Right. That is super good. Henry, is that a, is it, is this a big deal? Uh, I I think it is pre um, pre made. Uh, what is it? Game cocktails in a can. Absolutely. Right? The the art the RTD market um, has always honestly, if you if you, you dig it back in time, I mean, back in the day, Bartles and James and all those things. I mean, those are like the original like RTDs, but. The RTD market now in, in, in the new climate has just completely blown up, and everyone's doing it. Um, all the breweries, all the distilleries are coming out with malted RTDs and spirit-based RTDs. Um, brand new companies just just off the street have come out, and, and, and this is the business they started. Um, but, yeah, it's huge opportunities, and, and uh, if you make it right with quality products and the right people, quality friends, quality partners, it's hard to fail. And... The, the can, by the way, the labeling is great. It's it, There's no denying it's a mule, right? <laughs> it's got the horseshoes. It's sweet. It's a great-looking can. I mean, it's, I, I love I love everything that's gone into these. So um, great job, everybody. I mean, seriously, this is, is really enjoyable to drink. So I'll be checking it out. And uh, definitely a way to get those names out there, Appalachian Craft Spirits. We've been we've been pushing them here on the podcast already, right, for a couple of years now. I lo- You know I love the agave. But this is this is. This is really great. I love to see the collaboration, too. All right, so we have a couple of more beers, uh, or at least one more beer in front of us that we're going to tra- uh, sample when we come back from the break. And we're going to talk a little bit about, I don't know, we're just going to get into this, guys. I mean, for, I, I guess we found out we got a couple of Rex rugby players around the table, <laughs> including myself. And uh, the scary thing about that is it, it's like, the, what, the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon? There's like two degrees of rugby. Uh, you know somebody, they probably have some dirt on you, so. <laughs> All right. Hilarious. Alright, so we'll be right back with some more beers and some more uh, cheers on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast.
All right, and we're back for uh, the third segment here uh, to close things out on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. It's Mike, Artie, and Norm and Ryan from, uh, from Funk Brewing Company and Pine Creek Spirits joining us today on the podcast. Henry Grossman hanging out here in the background telling us a little bit about some of the new products that are being... Uh, you know, arriving here in fall, and uh, you know, as we slowly head into um, guys, it'll be like Halloween soon, which is it is a holiday. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like when we say the holiday season. I mean, the holiday season really starts with Halloween. So, uh, and then and then as soon as you know it, we'll be uh, we'll be cooking turkey and opening presents. So I want to get I, Mike. I think it starts with Oktoberfest, but you can, you can call it out. Yeah. You okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm that's go, that's I'm truly the start. Awesome. Well, wherever you recognize the start of the holiday season, I like to think that we're, we're slowly getting there. So, uh, Henry, you came bearing one more gift here before we we uh, turn things over to some other conversation. What What's this other beer that we have here in, in this extra-large sample size today? <laughs> yeah, the uh, so this is actually, uh, you guys know how I love my sours. <clears throat> uh, what we do have is a blueberry sour. Uh, it's actually called uh, You're My Boy Blue. Um, and again, the, the, the guys uh, have done a great job with this thing. Um, I think there was... Couple hundred pounds of blueberries added to this beer. Yeah, I think almost three to four hundred pounds of uh, blueberries added to this batch. Um, They did a really good job. They they are literally hitting them out of the park. Again, I'm I'm like the biggest critic because I'm not into sours, but these beers taste great. These are the, I mean, they really are uh, very impressive of what they can do with it. So, all right, well, let's uh, let's give it a try here. Uh, Norm, I want your I want I want you like give me the. The play-by-play here as we uh, oh man as we taste this. All right, play 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 play. Play. all right, it's old school. It's old school. <laughs> Dude, it's cool. All right, all right, sampling smells awesome. Uh, tons of blueberry, right? It's mm. blueberry. It's tart. I'm gonna give it a tart. It's not so. I'm not a big sour guy either. I appreciate the style. I like beers that taste great. This tastes great. A, eh? uh, I think. The folks that love sour beers might be like, "This is not sour enough for a person like for a person that likes beer." This is the awesome amount of sour, yeah, right? Yeah. That's a really um, nice mouthfeel. It is re- right. So it, it almost like, can I say creamy almost? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mouthfeel. A little bit. A little bit um, of I love the amount of sour because normally I shy away because they're so sour. Yeah. And this is one where you know, and, and Ryan and I talk about it a lot. Where people go, "Oh, that's great! I couldn't have more than one." Yeah, well, that's not, not the point. <laughs> then don't make that beer, <laughs> right? And this is one where, right? This is one where the sour is right. Like I could have a couple, right? And so I like it very much. Yeah, great is job. That, that awesome is a, job. That is a funny saying, right? If, when someone says that about a beer, it's not necessarily a compliment, right? <laughs> so, so is that something that you think about constantly when you're when you're putting? Uh, and you know, mixing spirits and, and developing something new. Yeah, uh, this goes back a few years. It was actually when I was doing some brewing at the, at the uh, E-Town location. Was I was trying to collaborate with a again a local podcast to do a beer for them. It, they wanted a jalapeno beer mm-hmm. or a pepper beer. They said, and so I went out and found like three or four that I could buy and brought them back. And we're sitting at the bar, and uh, the one guy goes, "Man, I really like that one. Like, I wouldn't drink one more, but I really like it." And I was like, "Why that?" heck would I brew that beer then? Like, that's, that's, I need, so I need, like, over 100 people to come and have one of these beers out of just one keg? Like, that's not going to work, man. We can't do that. Like, Which one is 20 people that right. drink five beers? <laughs> right. You don't want 100 people that drink one. That's right. Is the session mentality something that's sort of taken off again when we see things that have, that we still have imperial IPAs and, and uh, you know, 7 and 8% beers, but I, when you're talking about tailgating and just having a couple, right, it's, 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 th- that, it's leveled off a little bit, even with, with many of these beers, back down into those 
There's five percent ranges in, in many cases, right? Well, I'll tell you, uh, you know, I do see out in the marketplace and in our own in our own pubs. Uh, you know, there's just such a variety of people out there that, you know, uh, you run into somebody and they're like, I only really drink stouts, you know, or I only drink these, you know, I really just prefer barley wines. I'm like, well, that's, that's yeah. okay, so you don't drink a lot. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but I do see, uh, you know, probably our, our quickest and fastest growing beer right now is our session IPA. Uh, you guys did this one, of course, for the podcast, which is great. And, and, um, you have so many other great beers too, that, you know, what we love, I think looking at you guys at, uh, at least at funk is the variety of beers that you produce. They're always really fun and they're, uh, they're pretty cool, pretty cool things. And, and when we get together every so often, we get to sort of have a little bit of both. So they're drinking our OG beer and, and, uh, and we're, we're able to try some of their fun, fun new stuff, but it's, uh, it's sort of exciting. The industry is so much fun right now because look at the varieties from sour beers. I mean, we used to, back when I was brewing back, uh, you know, long time ago, as, as, uh, as Norm has told me numerous times, um, that uh, it's just a matter of, I mean, we would, we would do anything not to make a sour beer, right? <laughs> that was the goal. Yeah. Oh, boy, I taste a little sourness. I think we're going to have to dump it, right? Uh, well, if I'd have known uh, then what I know now, I, I'd, I'd, I'd have surely been ahead of the curve on sour beers a long time ago, right? So, uh, but uh, it's, it's great to see the, the uh, different variety of beers that people are willing to take in. They, you know, everybody has a different palate, so everybody likes something different. And, hey, uh, I know at least on our, on our schedule, we give you a whole lot, and, and, and I know you guys are about the same, too. So, so Norm, uh, what, what can we look for if I'm looking around? By the way, the, the, the place that I most recently had a, a Funk Brewing uh, product was at a gas station, of all places, that I popped in. And for maybe the owner, I guess, must be, must be big into craft beer because typically it's somewhere that I stop in for bait. <laughs> before I go fishing and maybe a Gatorade or something for my son, right, before we go out. But he, this time of year, he starts stacking up these, like, pumpkin beers and, and like, ciders and things. And, and, and uh, I usually walk out of there, you know, like, uh, once every, every couple of weeks. It's, it's cool to be able to go in there and find something. And, and I found uh, a Funk product. It, was, it said, give him pumpkin to talk about, right? And, it, and I loved it. It was a four-pack, and it lasted me a, about a week, and I stretched them, too, because I was enjoying it. Tell me about that beer and anything else that you have coming up uh, that people should be looking for for you guys in fall and winter. Sure. So, uh, I mean, that one's got a, a fun story to it. Um, I'm happy. I mean, it lasts you a week. It's 8%. So it's opposite of what we have just been talking about, right? <laughs> it is not. So drink that whole four-pack, and you won't go in the game. I right? could have just four. This week. Right. Uh, but no, so the funny story behind it is we never made a pumpkin beer. So we started in 2014. Our wholesaler at the time brought us into their warehouse and said, do us one favor. We're brand new. And they showed us stacks of, this was July, stacks of pumpkin beer to the ceiling of their giant warehouse. Please don't make a pumpkin beer. And it was at the, right, there There was a pumpkin boom and bust, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. now it's and now it's back, if you will, right? Whatever back is. Um, and so last year we experimented. We never made one before, so last year we made a pumpkin beer, and we just made some draft to play around with it, and it turned out awesome. We actually, here's what's crazy for a pumpkin beer. We actually used pumpkin 
in it. Oh, wow. Right? <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but a lot of pumpkin beers, if you look at them, yeah. there's no pumpkin in it's there. It's pumpkin spice, really, is what, is right. what a lot of them use. And, 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 and they, they, some of them will also advertise, um, well, I guess what the term would be lactose, right? Or, or like something like milk. I don't know what's used in it, but so that it creates kind of like a creamy pumpkin pie flavor. That's what I've yeah. seen, too. For sure. But, um, right, there's a difference between using real pumpkin, which I know is a process that Artie used to do with it. We actually... You know, you'd actually bake the pumpkin, right, and kind of bring yeah, out the. We would spend hours caramelizing pumpkin. Uh, all right, so yeah. we were lucky enough to find organic pumpkin powder. Oh, there you go. <laughs> wow. So yeah, yep, and uh, yeah, mind blown. So, uh, but anyway, so we got real pumpkin. So it's a pumpkin beer. It actually tastes. So it's got pumpkin spice, but it actually tastes like pumpkin, um, and it's delicious. And we did it without lactose. Um, we were able to make it sweet. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. We just don't. Um, so I'm glad that you enjoyed it. We're, we're, we're fans of it. So it's, it's definitely fun. It's the first time we put it in cans and it was a hit, um, that worked out. And then, yeah, upcoming. So I would say in the, in the fall are like, we're IPAs. We, we have a very, I don't want to ruin the surprise. Um, but we have an, an IPA series that we used to do and we have one coming back from it. So I'll let, you know, if there's funk fans on here, I'll let people know that that thing is up, that is upcoming. So hopefully it shocks a bunch of people. Um, and we love our seasonal shanty. So in the fall, we do raspberry, like I told you. In the winter, we do cranberry. And our cranberry shanty, it might sound peculiar to you, it's awesome. And uh, the best drink with a cranberry shandy <laughs> is if you take – so I'm from Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania, which is part of why Pine Creek Spirits, right? Um, and a lot of – so back home, a lot of my family and friends found out that if you take a can of the cranberry uh, – it's called Bikes. Bikes! Okay, it's called is our shandy. Yes, and uh, we have we have Jack in the background pointing at us. He gets it. Yes, that's why. That's why we call it bikes, bikes. And uh, so, if you take the the sixteen ounce can of cranberry bikes and you take a big sip out of it, and you fill it back in with Pine Creek Spirits peanut butter whiskey, you, now you have now you've made your own ready to drink cocktail, handmade ready to drink cocktail. Wow. It's a peanut butter and jelly, and it's outstanding. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's really good. So that's what that's what to look forward to. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to decipher that as we listen to this back because I'm not sure what the. Can you explain the bikes thing, dude? What is that? Is that the brand name or something? Or what? it is. Okay. So our, our whole shandy series is called bikes, okay, right? Okay, and it started you. with it started with a lemonade shit, right? Every, oh, you got to yell it. Uh, well, you do. Well, there's an exclamation point in it, so it's oh. bikes with an exclamation <laughs> okay, point. So it's bikes. Yes, there's right. uh, there's a comedian that we all like very much, and his he's got a uh, a shtick, and it ends with right. So it's it's a long thing, and arguably his most famous bit, right? One of the uh, and, Tom and Segura. I, if you ever listen to Tom Segura, got it, got it, yeah. So he's he's awesome. He's famous. He hasn't you know he hasn't reached out to us yet, which you know hey, <laughs> people now is him a lot. Yeah, people like <laughs> oh, really? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and hey, that's why, and it's bikes, and that's how you pronounce it because it's got an exclamation point. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, hey, man, that's great. It's great marketing, and uh, I love it, man. Anything that's memorable, right? That really is the key to success in this industry in many in many ways. You know, you got to you got to back it up with quality and flavor, but to be noticed, originality, pop culture, you know, that's, that's things that people recognize. That's my boy. You're my boy, Blue. Right? Yes. Oh, I love that. That's so great. <laughs> I still, you know the the DVD. All right, to old school. It, it, it's um, Will Ferrell. 
buck naked running down the road, right? But the hole in the DVD is over his butt. So, <laughs> so every time my 11-year-old son flips through like the old DVD case to find a movie at home, I'm like, we can't quite watch that one yet, buddy. <laughs> but he knows kind of what it is. So, hey, before we go, I wanted to talk to a couple of... Uh, I realize we got some uh, some ruggers in the house here. So, as I already, I don't know. You never, we didn't know each other back when I was co- in college. But I played a couple of years of Shippensburg rugby. And uh, Norm, I understand that you're also a rugby player. I am. I played. Uh, I played at Bloomsburg I pl- mm-hmm. up until very very recently. I still played rugby. I played over 35 rugby, and okay. I'm 40 couple now. Um, so, yeah, love it. I coach high school rugby in Elizabethtown. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I went to Bloomsburg, and as we figured out with yeah. our ages, we played against each we other. We had to have played against each other, and you probably partied outside my apartment because we were the ones in the, <laughs> in the college park complex that before it was, like, purchased by the university, right by the stadium, and some crazy stuff used to go down out there. Already, have you ever played Dizzy Bats in the courtyard at <laughs> College Park in Shippensburg? Well... <laughs> Admittedly, I probably have, yes. Uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, I have great balance, though. So it's not as much fun for me as it is to watch other people. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe I was on a tilt-a-wheel. Uh, or you, what were those on the playground, that thing you spun around on? I used to, like, had one by my house, so I was on that thing all the time. Right. So, like, I could spin around circles for hours and nothing happens to right. me. Right. <laughs> Shippensburg got... That's your hidden talent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shippensburg got light, a lighted stadium while you were there, yeah? A lighted field? Oh, mm-hmm. no, I mean, we... we did you play under the lights ever? It, you know, if I can remember, I don't think we did. No, we always played Saturday mornings. All right, that's something else. So. I'm yeah. a great surf, wherever that college is. Yeah. Be southern. Every to me from Bloomsburg in my rugby years, all of these schools down here are the same school. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I had no. the same experience whether I played Kutztown or Westchester. Yeah, it was great. It was a great I know the time. parties were better at ship. Now, hey, the, we had, the third half, if you will. So it's better at ship always. Before we uh, go down the road that we don't want to, and somebody <laughs> run, runs a Zulu here within the brewery. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, today we're going to be All right, well, a couple more ranch waters, and you never know what might happen. So, no, this is great, guys. It's been a, it's been a pleasure to ha- to have uh, you guys in here. I want to thank Norm and Ryan, and I'm sorry I didn't recognize the gentleman who's been sitting patiently in the back over there. Jack. It's Jack. Is Jack with you guys? Jackson, oh, Jackson, Jackson, Jackson these guys. Yeah, this well, Jack. why didn't someone tell me who Jack was with? He can be with us. Come okay. with us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we leave get in the truck, Jack. <laughs> Jack Flynn is a new addition with Appalachia. Okay, cool. Well, and, uh, some fun stuff coming up soon. Awesome. Well, I want to always uh, make sure that we give Artie the, the last word on the podcast. And so, Artie, we're in October, and, um, and you know we're just chugging along here in 2022, but Final word here as we round things out with our with our buddies here from Funk and Pine Creek Spirits. Well, just thanks for being here, guys. It's always fun. Uh, I, was, I was excited to hear that Mike was able to do the podcast today, and then we had the meeting anyway, so it all worked out together, and it's always great to hang and laugh with you guys and sit around. Uh, for us, hey, we got uh, Espresso Stout as our next can out. Uh, that's in a 16-ounce can. Um, amazing uh, work with uh, Ragged Edge Coffee House. Uh, full on espresso in there, and also gallons, uh, and, gallons. gallons and gallons of espresso. We, last time when we were Mike, when we were testing it, we had to sit around and taste all this espresso, <laughs> and we were like all like super buzzed. I've out. never been so efficient. <laughs> 
So I'm glad they've got the recipe down now so we don't have to do that any longer. Uh, yeah, and then we have the new collab uh, actually with Big Truck. Um, we're doing a collab there. It's a Vienna lager. It's called Wall Hanger. It's a hunting beer. Nice. Uh, yeah, nice design on the can, a little camo there, and it's going to be fun. You're going to see that in the marketplace um, and also in our locations. And then the end of the year, uh, Frigerator is coming back. Uh, we're going to do it as a cannoli, uh, cannoli stout chocolate this year. So stout. chocolate chip cannoli stout. So uh, all sorts of exciting things happening. But we're really looking for a great 2023. And I know we'll have a couple podcasts before that, so we can talk about some of the stuff we got coming out next year. All right, uh, Funks. What's the website? What's the social media? Easy to find? Oh, yeah, it's Funk Brewing. Yeah, go to funkbrewing.com. On every social you can find, it is Funk Brewing. Facebook Funk Brewing. Instagram Funk Brewing. TikTok Funk Brewing. Um, and same, pinecreekspirits.com. And same, Instagram, uh, Instagram Pine Creek Spirits. Tinder. And check us out. Tinder. Yes. Swipe right. Feet. <laughs> Feet run the, uh, run the, yes. <laughs> So good, so good. All right, well, I want to thank the guests here today. It's been it's been great meeting you guys, hanging out, having a couple of beverages. Great stuff. Excited for fall. Excited for the the holiday season because I got all these new things that I can share with uh, family and friends. So whether you're tailgating, looking for that perfect holiday gift, someone special in your life, just want to have a beer and just enjoy something new like one of these agave lime uh, ranch water hard seltzers or one of the 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 ready to drink mules these these collabs between pine creek and appalachian spirits have uh have just really taken off and 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 they're great so lots of great stuff on tap as always uh, check us out on social media and the website is abcbrew.com for everything happening at your local appalachian brewing company brew pub so for Artie and the gang, and Henry, that includes you. <laughs> the machine. <laughs> the machine. The machine. I want to say uh, thanks to our guests, and we'll see you next time on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. <laughs>